Hello, and welcome to You Should Play, a podcast about tabletop role-playing games where we play the games for you, review them, and tell you whether or not we think you should play. I am Alicia, and this week I'm joined by Jared. Hi, Jared. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. And John is back. It's been a while since we've heard from you, John. Hi. Oh, hey, nice to see you all. And we have a new voice on our podcast tonight. I'm introducing Caleb. Hello, Caleb. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Thanks for having me. So most of us have have met and played with Caleb before, but since this is his first time joining us on on the podcast, can I ask you just a little bit about how you got into gaming and what your experiences have been? Um, so I got into uh, tabletop gaming, uh, tabletop RPGs about, I want to say about three years ago now. Um, I was listening to a podcast that was playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition, and I thought that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I had attempted to invent a board game at some point years prior, and what I invented I later learned was basically a bad version of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so... <laughs> To, to read the rule book and see this is what I was trying to design all along. Um, uh, got me into it. And then um, I wasn't able to get enough from my uh, social circle. You know, getting a group together can be kind of hard. Um, so I went on, uh, on Meetup looking for RPGs and I, I found this, uh, this crazy guy named Ray that I think has been on the podcast before. Um, yep, we are very familiar with Ray here. Uh, and he said, I don't want to play Dungeons and Dragons, but I want to play Blades in the Dark. And I said, okay. And so uh, we started playing that, and then we've played several games since then, and, and, and now I can't get enough. I'm, I'm meeting strangers in dark alleys to play tabletop RPGs, and that's actually not that far from my, my most recent real-life uh, group meetup. That's the story for a later time. Well, I can't um, wait to ask about that, <laughs> but we'll, we'll move on for now. I have, I love that you had started your own version of what turned out to be Dungeons and Dragons. It reminds me of, I think I was in first or second grade and I wrote the beginnings of a book. I was an aspiring seven-year-old author. And then I read a book a few months later that had the exact same plot points at the beginning and I gave up. So that was the beginning and end of my writing days. And it, I, I love that you had a similar experience with, with RPGs, <laughs> with Dungeons and Dragons. But we are happy to have you here. This week we are playing This is Worlds Without Number, is that correct? Correct. And Caleb, you are going to be our game master as well. Um, So I'm gonna ask you once again to start talking for us. And can you give us a little introduction to the world of the game and a little bit about what type of game it is? All right, so um, Worlds Without Number is the sister game to the more popular game Stars Without Number. Um, which is a far future science fiction um, role-playing game that is loosely based off of Dungeons & Dragons BX um, and with influences from the game Traveler. So um, 
this game is the fantasy counterpart to that game. Uh, they, they are compatible. And um, basically what it does is it takes uh, some of the rule sets that people who have been gaming for, for decades are familiar with and upgrades it with some, some systems from more modern games to, to make it something that, that flows. And um, the, the setting is fantasy. Uh, the, the rules are written in a way that you can apply them to pretty much any setting. Um, the default setting, though, for uh, the book is a far future dying Earth fantasy. Um, so essentially, thousands of years in the future, uh, science has gotten so advanced that magic has become real. Nothing makes sense anymore. Humans have been mutated into elves and dwarves and all sorts of other creatures. And um, it's, it's pretty much standard fantasy gaming fare, but with a little bit of a, a, just a, a hint of science fiction in the background. So would it be fair to say that the idea is that we've gotten so advanced in the future that we have become the fantasies of the past? That would be a good way to put it, yeah. Um, all right, I'm gonna um, toss this over to some of our other hosts tonight. Uh, John, how did you first hear about this game? So I was uh, sitting at work doing overtime and I uh, got a Facebook message. Hey, John, you haven't played anything in a while. You want to play something again? I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> There's something uh, I think we all are in agreement where it's just like if Ray's like you want to go hang out and play role playing games, it's like you're going to have a good time. So, yeah. And that was basically two days ago, I think. <laughs> So. so, so you're like me in that you had not heard about this last week, you, that you've only heard of this game in the last couple of days. Well, like technically last week, but yeah, yeah. Just like, just <laughs> like we started this whole podcast where it's just like that a podcast coming together in like five days and then like having like two episodes, two like full length episodes, like lined up, ready to go from the gate from the get-go was like craziness but but yeah i was uh i was um downloading the rule book and stuff while we were talking because i still haven't gotten a chance to look but uh yeah listening to the pitch um uh, you know i i'm already i was already in before that where just like i haven't played anything in a while i'm ready to play something different and you know i know that we're a good group so well, it's 352 pages long, that rule book you just oh, downloaded. No. So let's see if you can speed read. Oh, Jared, <laughs> Jared, had you heard of this game before the other day? Yeah, I, I played with Caleb. Um, he ran Stars Without Number for me from before, and then we ran. Uh, he ran one game of uh, uh, Worlds Without Number. And um, I, I mean, like most of his suggestions, it's a good game. It's really good. I enjoy playing in Caleb's games. He has really awesome, rich, like sort of um, original like worlds that he sets up, and um, and um, I don't know, yeah, I'm excited to 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 play it more. Um, I, I I wanted to play more of the one we were doing, but real life things happen, and so we're playing it over Zoom uh, again. We're not gonna we're not gonna about Florida politics. We already talked about that, but you know, it's kind of you know, it's easier to get in touch 
over Zoom than to meet face to face. A little safer. So um, so yeah, I'm all on board. Yeah, we are recording this podcast on a Sunday, so it is technically the beginning of the week, like Jonathan mentioned, and um, we are recording in what seems to be the middle of the beginning of the latest Delta surge that of COVID-19 that we are hoping is going to go away quickly, but for now we're being safe and we are back to Zoom games which personally I'm a little bit happy about because I live in a different state from you guys and I've missed this, but you know, you meet people in dark alleys and on strange zoom meetings and somehow we end up finding ways to have fun. Um, so Jared, what are you most excited about for this round of the game? Oh, uh, the, the idea that we're going to be building the world together, I think is really awesome. Like I, I, I love, um, everything that Caleb comes up with. And I got the feeling from the first game we played that like, I wrote a background for my character and Ray wrote a background for his character. And like, like Caleb was there, like drawing the, the things together and going, I'm going to use this element from here and this element from here. And I'm going to connect it with stuff that I've already set up. So I, I, I think we did that sort of, but we didn't do it like explicitly. We didn't do it very like formally. So I think that's what we're going to do first is we're going to start building a world together and, and doing that um, more um, self-consciously. I don't know, but not in a bad way. You know what I'm talking about, right? Deliberately. We're going to be more deliberate about it. So I'm excited about that. Caleb, what things are you going to be focusing on or what are you looking forward to for this this particular game obviously you've played it before it sounds like you've run it before so what what do you think is going to be unique or that you're going to be excited about for this round so i've prepared for this game probably 20 times as much as i've actually played it um the i think you said 300 some odd page rule book is um a lot of tools for gms to use to set up their world so um, that's something I enjoy. In addition to, to role-playing games, I enjoy creating fiction. So um, I, I've created entire worlds and continents and, and dungeons that no one will ever see. Um, but I like doing that. And I'm excited to, to kind of bring some people into that process and uh, kind of use the tools from this book to, to collaboratively create something. That sounds great. Um, John, knowing the very little that you know about the game, which I'm going to be honest, is I don't know very much more than you do. I, I've read the first page of the rule book, and that's as far as I got, uh, because, you know, we're adults and life gets in the way sometimes. But with the little that you do know, what are you looking forward to? Um an unprepared Alicia. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, uh, <laughs> it's not that different from usual. I, I, I'm very interested in, uh, you know, I, I'm just looking forward to a game. Uh, the last month's been, uh, really tough with a bunch of, uh, you know, in world stuff going on. So it's more of just like, uh, getting together, being in a game, uh, losing that, you know, real world focus and getting into that sub world focus and just enjoying myself um, for the first time in a little while. And, you know, just uh, learning something different, playing something different. You know, uh, I think I've only of, of uh, 
of D and D, I've only really think I've played like Pathfinder, and um, maybe a couple sessions of Fifth Edition, and that's it. But it's it's been a while for that too. So, all right, I think that this would be a good moment to mention that we do have two more players who will be playing with us. We've got Ray, and then our friend Will, who will also be playing. They're not joining us for this podcast recording, but you'll hear their voices if you listen to the actual play. So I'm looking forward to playing with this group of people. I think that it'll be, I'm looking forward to learning something new as well. I like the idea of building worlds together and I love hearing that Caleb has over-prepared. I like the idea of the fact that he's completely built this world so that it is going to feel real, at least for him. And I like, I think that when a, a GM feels like the world is real, that that's a great start that we are off to. Um, for Caleb and Jared specifically, are there any reference points either to something cultural or to another game that might uh, make this, that you think might make this game accessible to someone who's trying it out for the first time? Um, and for example, when we were playing, um, you know, playing masks, that was an easy reference to superheroes and, and things like the Marvel universe and the uh, DC Comics universe. Or I think that that's redundant, the DC universe. <laughs> but um, what about this game can we uh, relate to? Uh, I think I've also even related a game to Waterworld at one point. So. What, what cultural and gaming references can someone, can a new player have to better understand what we're, what we're doing? Um, so uh, I know we've mentioned Dungeons and Dragons a few times. Obviously, um, anyone who's played any, any version of Dungeons and Dragons will see some familiarity here. Um, but a lot of my personal role-playing experience and fantasy experience comes from video games. So there will be, uh, at least in the parts that I have influence on, a lot of um, a lot of inspiration taken from games like The Witcher series, um, of course Skyrim, uh, and the the Elder Scrolls series, um, and uh, Legend of Zelda. Just uh, you know the 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 all-time big names in the video game RPG space. Um, I, I'm kind of all about books. Like you mentioned, Kayla, you mentioned Dying Earth. And there's a, and it did not occur to me when we first played this, but um, there was a series of books like from the late 60s, early 70s called the Dying Earth series by a guy named Jack Vance. And it was very much like a far-flung future where like, you know, um, the laws of physics had gone awry and people were able to kind of manipulate things. And, you know, uh, there was high technology, like like science, high technology looked like magic and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I kind of think of, of Jack Vance and Dying Earth with this, um, which I know you guys were all young. So old people might get it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, that's what it reminds me of. And I'm going to probably keep that more in mind going forward with this game. Uh, Jared, since you, you mentioned Jack Vance, um, that name comes up a lot in discussions of this game, specifically relating to its magic system. Yeah. Um, it does use a Vancean magic system. Um, so I have a little bit 
a little bit of a point of reference for that. Okay. Uh, Good. Cool. I don't. I feel. I don't feel as old. <laughs> Somebody knows knows at least knows something about it. But yeah, no. If if you ever get a chance, I have the books. If you want to borrow them, uh, Caleb, they're they're pretty cool. I'm gonna shut up now because you guys go ahead. Sorry, Alicia, you're hosting. Uh, you know, when most people listen to podcasts, it's like they're just sitting in on a conversation between friends, and ultimately, I think that's what we have just turned this into. So I'm sorry, listeners you probably can't reach out to Jared to borrow this book, but we can probably drop it in the notes and you can find it at a library. So we'll give that for you. Um, Jared, one more question for you. Um, since you do know a little bit more about the game, is there anything that you did to prepare for this session? <laughs> no, I hung out with Caleb. <laughs> that, that worked out just great because I was able to, to look at a copy of the book and, and, and really get into like the magic system a little bit. And I want to I wanna play with that some more because that looks like a lot of fun. Um, but no, just, just have good friends that have good taste in games. That's, that's what I did to prepare. Well, you looked at the book. I think that counts as preparing. Sure. <laughs> hey, you know, we've had we've had many times where the answer was no, I did absolutely nothing to prepare other than turn my computer on uh, back all the way to reading all of the rules and have played the game before. So, you know, we've got the entire spectrum. Um, I'm going to assume, Caleb, that this is the type of game that we can play with minimal preparation as long as we are willing participants and and quick quick learners am i correct in that assumption um as for players absolutely uh the rules are are detailed enough that they're they cover a wide variety of situations but they're not cumbersome um we'll, we'll go over character creation tonight and and uh kind of the basic mechanics and i think you'll have a pretty good grasp on it in, in very little time all right, that sounds great. And I think that that is an excellent place for us to go ahead and start playing. So thank you for listening to You Should Play. I'm Alicia. I've been joined by Jared, John, and Caleb. And tune in next time to see how it went. Bye, everybody. Suck. Thank you for listening to You Should Play, a Ray Nagel podcast, produced by Six Pack Nerds Network.